Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, we had a historic day yesterday. Was it a good day? No, uh, it wasn't. But it was, I guess, historic. Uh, yeah, we, we got that going for us. Yeah, I fixed a faucet uh, in uh, one of my bathrooms at the house there. Very, uh, very historic. Uh, so you hadn't ever fixed a monitor before? <sighs> no, it was a, it was a, a faucet. A faucet, yeah. yeah. A faucet. Uh, not without injuring myself, not without a flood, yeah. But did something else happen in the world that you're referring to? Uh, Try to think. Uh, other thought, than the faucet? I, that's what no, you were leading with, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I just want to make yeah, sure we're on the I same thought page. thought it was a faucet that yeah, you hadn't yeah. fixed. And then it was great because then it carried over to today when I woke up and I wasn't walking through a flooded house. So it was perfect. So it worked out nicely. Um, yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, um, oh wait, there was one other thing. Yeah, they're telling us in our ear something uh, else happened. Yeah, a little impeachment situation. Okay. Uh, apparently, the president of the United States was impeached. Okay, for the third time in U.S. history. Oh, I thought it was tr- not the third time for I this it was particular Trump's third president. Time. Yeah. Oh, oh, they would love. Although that. they would love to. <laughs> yeah, they'd love to. Uh, but they they voted uh, yesterday. Two Democrats cited. With the Republicans. Mm. Well, actually, three on one count, two on the other. Oh, no. I know where you're going with this. Well, just one of them voted no on one and yes on the other. Okay. Where did you think I was going with Oh, uh, I thought you were going with... I didn't think uh, it was any any place special, uh, really. Tulsi Gabbard taking the big stand of voting present. No, but yeah, she and she oh. voted present. Oh. So there, was actually, there were actually four Democrats. They weren't completely on board. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> which you know at least they had bipartisanship mm. on the part of the republicans the democrats had none not a single republican jumped ship uh and voted the other way so uh that's uh that's the way it should be i mean they should be sticking to uh their guns on this thing because he's he hasn't done anything impeachable and this is a purely partisan uh, sham mm-hmm. that's going on right now. But they did impeach him, and they're holding on to the articles of impeachment and have not sent them to the Senate yet. Mm-hmm. They want to, I guess they want to draw this out until they think they get, they get everything they want to get. They're playing games. Uh, it's really pathetic because um, the Democrats are whining the uh, Representative Earl Blumenauer, a Democrat from Oregon, is saying that at a minimum, there ought to be an agreement about access to witnesses, rules of the game, timing in the Senate. What? What are you? Are you kidding me? Are you? Are you serious? This should be done exactly the way Democrats did it in the House, where they don't get anything. They don't get anything out of this democrats get nothing just the way republicans got nothing in the house democrats should get no concessions in the senate what are you talking about i mean that is unbelievable yeah win the senate and then you can control the senate exactly right (sighs) exactly there should only be witnesses that that the republicans that donald trump wants to call there, there should only be uh, rules that suit the Republicans. I, they should do this the exact same way Democrats conducted themselves in the House. Are you kidding me? At a minimum, there should be agreement on witnesses. <laughs> yeah, shut up. That is unbelievable. But that's the way Democrats always are. 
Okay, they want to have it their way, and then on, when when the other side has the majority, they still want to have it their way. And usually they do, actually. Usually they do. Just as when the Republicans had the majority in the House and the Senate, and they had the presidency, they got nothing done. Absolutely nothing done on immigration, on health care, on spending, on anything. They got nothing done. So I guess they've been spoiled that way. But it really needs to stop. And they think they can coerce the Senate into conducting the trial the way they want them to? No. No, you can't. And hopefully uh, McConnell's not going to play that game. I mean, I, I don't know how it helps them to draw this thing out. Because the more you draw it out, the uh, tougher it's going to be to campaign for president for Bernie Sanders and and Elizabeth Warren, who have to be on the campaign trail. You should want this done as quickly as possible in the Senate so that they can get back to campaigning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, originally they were saying the Senate wanted it done in five days. They could have wrapped yeah. it up uh, mm-hmm. nicely, but uh, okay. I guess we'll wait till January now. And that's assuming that uh, Pelosi delivers the articles. Yeah, even in January. I heard, I've heard talk that they might wait till after uh, Super Tuesday. <laughs> Weird. All right, well, go ahead. But then when the race is, is really getting down to the home stretch, mm-hmm. you're going to have a Senate trial involving Sanders and Warren and Klobuchar, too, but she'll probably be done by then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a day of theatrics, that's for sure. Uh, and... Uh, it's, it's madness is what it is. Yeah. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the whole game. Yeah, me too. I, and I really, I really am tired of the, de- the Democrats. And, I, and, and I'm also tired of uh, hearing that it's such a solemn day. Oh, God, oh. I can't take that. Oh, it's so I serious. I can't take the it. The Constitution is, uh, we must fulfill She actually wore black duties. yesterday. Did she? She yeah, actually wore right. black. Yeah. And then, uh, okay. Now, now, All right. Now, Rashida Tlaib um, wore her power red and uh, let me show you, uh, we have video of how solemn she was walking to cast her vote. Hey everyone, okay. I am on my way to the United States House floor to impeach <laughs> President Trump. Oh, she's solemn right now. On behalf of my incredible district, 13 District Strong. Let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do this. Oh, that is so <laughs> solemn. Wow, is she solemn. Right there. And somber. Yeah, and her staff grinning ear from ear, and that one girl, woo, 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 woo. We're on the way uh, to impeachment right now. <laughs> it's it's really pathetic. I can't hear the word solemn or somber anymore. I, I can't hear it. I just can't. You know they're 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 so excited about this. They love this. There's nothing somber or solemn in their demeanor, and and nothing. You know that they're unbelievably joyful over this. And their uh, their allies in the media prove that for you. The Washington Post's team at Capitol Hill last night. Their White House reporters. Went out and celebrated. They're drinking. They're toasting. <laughs> and they sent out a tweet. Oh, no. Merry, in- Merry impeachment from the WAPO team. As they're toasting each other and, and drinking at a bar together. Oh, wow. About 930 last night. Is that where? Merry impeachment. 
Yeah, that's where democracy dies in darkness. Yes, right? that's where de- democracy dies in darkness. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> that's great. They're all smiles, having a good time. Miriam Beachmas. And then okay. a little while later, after getting some feedback. Oh, what happened? Then, then it's, oh, I'm deleting the tweet tonight because uh, that's being misinterpreted by some as an endorsement of some kind. Huh? To be absolutely clear, we at The Post are merely glad we're getting a break for the holidays after three long months. Oh! I'll retweet the group photo with a better caption. Yeah, as soon as the effects of these cocktails wear off. Right. It's being misinterpreted. (laughs) Shut up! It's kind of hard to misinterpret Mary Impeachmas. That's like tweeting... We hate Donald Trump's guts. And then after you get some feedback, yeah, I'm deleting this tweet because it's being misinterpreted oh. uh, by, by some as a, an expression of dislike for the president. Uh, to be absolutely clear, we're just expressing our love for the country. Oh. That's all we're doing. <laughs> Lie to me some more, please. So pathetic. And I love how it's yeah, on us because we, yeah, we misinterpreted it. Oh, okay. Our bad. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Wapo. Because we're so crazy that we actually believed Mary Impeachmas meant that they were happy about it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I guess like Merry Christmas would mean you're happy uh, about it and you're celebrating it with people, right? right? Because when I say Merry Christmas, I'm 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 being serious and solemn. And <laughs> right, um, yeah, right. So you see, that's exactly yeah. Right. And you're just happy for time off from work. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Very that's just insulting to our... Somber, anytime you use the word insulting, Mary. Insulting to our intelligence. Um, Representative Russ Fulcher got up and uh, and <laughs> stated all of the articles of impeachment. He I laid them really out. Well. This guy laid them out. I've never oh, heard yeah. of him. Nice for 30 seconds. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Oof. In a day heavy in verbal debate, I choose to use my time to enumerate... In detail, every high crime and misdemeanor committed by the President of the United States. I will do so now. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, this guy. (laughs) He's looking around the whole house. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen's time's expired. You'll back. (laughs) <laughs> <You're back. laughs> uh-huh. so there was he laid out the whole case right yeah, there that's a lot <clears throat> every high crime every misdemeanor he barely had enough time to get it all in there <laughs> in his 30 seconds of floor time uh, uh, that's fun yeah that's kind of fun <laughs> Uh, also, Alyssa Milano was very, very, I mean, she was also oh, somber. This is, yeah, somber. this is like the pep rally the night before the, the impeachment. Filled vote. with solemnity, though. <laughs> yeah, right? yes. It's uh, pep rally. Did I say pep rally? I meant, the, um, Yeah, somber, uh, like candlelight vigil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there sort it is, of, there it is. Sort of event. Mm-hmm. Show me what democracy looks like! This is uh, what democracy uh, looks like! Uh, Show me what uh, democracy looks like! Uh, Okay, mm. here we go. I am angry! <laughs> if he thought Greta was angry, 
aggravated. And you know why I'm angry? Why? I'm angry because I'm so tired. Where is he? Jump him. I'm tired of this. He's tired of this. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not tired of fighting Donald Trump and his many, many impeachable offenses. Oh. And I'm not okay. tired out. of speaking truth to power. I will never tire <laughs> truth of to power. that. Oh, is that what this is? But I am is so truth tired to power? of yeah, being that's what lied to by a president. Read it, baby. Read it. I'm tired that the entire republic... Yeah, we had eight years of it, so... We are all uh, stupid. Yeah, you are. You are stupid. Is the thing. You are stupid. I mean, she she is a, as ignorant as it comes. <laughs> Alyssa Milano is as butt stupid as you can possibly get in an adult human being. Well, she's tired. Well, I mean, she's not tired of fighting <laughs> yeah, President Trump. Right, right. She's just tired of the, of his lies. Her act is tired. She never got weary of Obama's lies. Uh, I did. I was tired of them right away. Mm-hmm. But uh, but they they put up with them quite well for eight years. And, uh, yeah, somebody was making a, a great case. It was about, I don't know, 15, 16 tweets long last night. I have to go back and find it. But uh, it was laying out, uh, you want an impeachable offense. Why don't you look into the IRS, Obama's IRS, targeting Tea Party groups yeah. and going after him. I mean, that's just one of, we could do this. If you if you really, well, I mean, he's yeah. not in office anymore. Fast and Furious? Oh, my gosh. How about Benghazi? Yep. How about uh, we just are getting started with that list? My goodness, um, but this is this is um, this national nightmare is going to continue. I mean, Pelosi is is getting uh, influenced by the far left, which is funny to think of. Pelosi isn't the far left of her party. Um, the far left uh, are telling her, "Drag this out. Let's let's make this okay. All right. If you want 2020 to continue to be defined by this impeachment stuff, go for it, because I don't think it's going to work out so well for you. Well, it. It already hasn't. They're already upside down uh, in the approval yeah. on the unimpeachment process. And in these <clears> battleground <throat> so. states, Trump is surging mm-hmm. in the polls mm-hmm. during this, what is supposed to be the low point of his presidency. Right. <laughs> okay. It's actually helping him. Uh-huh. Exactly. Because it's showing the Democrats for who they are. They're lying scumbags. Yep. I love that she's wearing black yesterday. That is, you know, because it was so solemn. Again, and, and somber. Mm-hmm. Somber and solemn. What's Filled that? with solemnity. Solemnity. Mm-hmm. That's the word of the day right there. <laughs> if I could spell it, I'd put it on my laptop whiteboard. It's solemn and then itty. That's, oh, really? Yeah. That's too simple. Really, yeah. I can handle that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition. If you want to get real nutrition in your body, you know, nutrition that helps you fight off infections and illnesses and all that kind of stuff helps with your digestion um it boosts your immunity your immune system using antioxidants pre and probiotics it's real food it's not extracted and just one scoop of field of greens has a full serving of real usda organic fruits and vegetables so go to brickhousepat.com and get 15 percent off your first order when you use the offer code pat they're so confident that you're going to love this product. Uh, they'll give you your money back if you don't. So go to BrickHousePat.com. Get 15% off your first order with the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. Mr. Cratchit. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, 
I love this tweet from Rants Out Loud. You would have thought that Trump was giving Ukraine pallets full of cash. <laughs> nice. There's another one. That's another one. Iran and what Obama did with them. And wasn't that 150 billion? It was, yeah. 150 billion dollars? Huh. You want to uh, talk about a dirty presidency. Oh, yeah. Don't talk to me. Oh, but he claims there was that was completely scandal-free. They didn't have any problem in, in his administration. It was absolutely scandal-free. It was a perfect administration. So, uh... You know, and we and and they say, and he is, but they say Trump is a narcissist. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) jeez, Barack Obama was, yeah, uh, and he was even worse about it because he pretended not to be. Uh, Trump doesn't even pretend; he doesn't, he doesn't pretend. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I mean, it's just. Uh, the one kind of maybe stain on the day for President Trump, <clears throat> these rallies, sometimes he gets a little carried away. And that was the case last night, I think, in Michigan when he went down this road. Debbie Dingle, that's a real beauty. So she calls me up like eight months ago. Her husband was there a long time. But I didn't give him the B treatment. I didn't give him the C or the D. I could have. Nobody would have, you know. I gave the A-plus treatment. Take down the flags. She calls me up. It's the nicest thing that's ever happened. Thank you so much. John would be so thrilled. He's looking down, he'd be so thrilled. Thank you so much, sir. I said, that's okay, don't worry about it. Maybe he's looking up, I don't know. Oh, my. Ouch. Now, I don't understand why... You would do that. Uh, that serves no purpose that at, is, at all. That to, is, to say that John Dingle might be in hell. Oh, my goodness. Uh, That's indefensible. Yeah, it that is. That comment. Yeah, it is. Uh, what are you doing, it dude? I, I don't know. And there was no reason to go after Debbie Dingle there. Right. There was she so didn't do anything. There I mean, was... she complimented. She thanked him. Yes. She expressed gratitude, and he... Mocked her. He just mocked her. So that's unfortunate. And it's it's those kinds of things that, that you know, gives the left just ammunition. Yeah, have decency. And man. I just wish he wouldn't do that. It would be really, really nice if he didn't. Uh, be a lot easier to defend him uh, if he didn't do stuff like that. That's that that was indecent and that yeah. was immature. Yeah. And uncalled for. Yeah. That's uh, my so. gosh. On a day, like you said, where you're winning. Uh-huh. And then, then, then the nightcapper is you uh, insinuating that a widow's that John husband Diggle's in hell. is in hell. And his uh, widow, you mock. You mock her Not coming to you and good. thanking you. Like she was mocked Strange. for thanking him. Yes. It's why she was mocked. Okay. Yes. Oh, boy. Really strange. Uh, so it is <laughs> those kind of things that. <clears throat> you know, put him behind the eight ball. And I hate that. Yep. I wish he wouldn't do that. That's what we call unforced errors in sports. Yeah, yeah definitely. Oh. And I bet there'll be people defending that. Oh, no, that. Today. Yeah. Well, there'll be it, people defending it. It was actually good that his crowd there didn't see Kind him of on a mixed board. reaction. Yeah. yeah. More on the side of, yes. that's like, not whoa, good. Whoa, what, whoa, what are you doing here? 
Whoa. My goodness. Yeah, fortunately, there wasn't wild applause and laughter. Yeah. And we're going to hear... the. We're going to hear more about this clip for a while, I believe. I think that's going to turn into I mean, something. Just probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. All righty. Like I said, on but a day where you were winning. On a day where he won. Where you were impeached, yet you were winning somehow. Yes. And then you cap it off with mocking a widow who thanked you and insinuating that her husband was looking up from hell. <laughs> It's so that is bad. 2019. 2019 in a so, nutshell was yesterday. So bad. <laughs> okay. uh, and so I don't know why. I mean, here she is saying nice things. Right. Thanking you, expressing gratitude, and you mock her for that? Is it Christmas yet? Why? Christmas? Is it Christmas Day yet? Not yet. No. No, when, when's it coming? No. Like uh, six days from now. Because it seems like it's been coming fast, and now all of a sudden it feels like it's taking forever. I know. Can we please get Jeez. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> that was insane. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, Not yeah. Not good. Uh, also, a judge is blasting the FBI. Another win for the president here. A uh, judge is blasting the FBI for misleading the uh, FISA courts on the surveillance of Trump and uh, his campaign. Uh, I don't, you know, it's not enough to just blast them. Something should... They should get some consequences hmm. uh, from this. But the court that approved the surveillance of former Trump campaign advisor Carter Page accused FBI agents of creating a misleading impression about their bias for requesting a warrant and ordered the Bureau to overhaul its process. In a blistering order, a judge on the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, the FISA court, accused the Bureau of providing false information and withholding materials that would have undercut its four surveillance applications. Now, when they first went to the FISA court, they applied, Mm -hmm. and they were uh, rejected. Yep. So then they added the the Steele dossier on Trump and the the golden shower thing and some hotel room in Moscow or whatever that was, and it was a totally made-up lie, and they added that to it, claiming that was real said, uh, look, judge, we got to look into this stuff. Yeah, I guess you do. <laughs> it was not real. It was a bunch of garbage. So now the FISA court realize, realizes they've been duped and they were lied to. And now they're a little pissed. <clears throat> the handling of the Carter Page applications as portrayed in the OIG report was antithetical to the heightened duty of candor described above. Rosemary Collier, presiding uh, judge, wrote, Judge gave the FBI until January 10th to provide the court with a sworn statement detailing how it plans to overhaul its approach to future surveillance applications. So no consequences. Yeah, big deal. (laughs) Big deal. Judge also noted the report cited several instances in which the FBI sought to persuade the court that probable cause existed to believe Page was a Russian agent but nonetheless withheld information in their possession, which was detrimental to their case. Wow. That sounds familiar this week. (sighs) Wow. So Carter Page was a Russian agent. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump was a Russian agent. Everybody's a Russian agent now. Hmm. Yeah, and and this is the same, uh, wasn't the FBI? Uh, You had the Lori Laughlin story, where they're apparently holding back information. Right. Jeez, um, things the, are really... That's bad for the FBI. And that's the whole basis of this uh, Richard Jewell 
stuff, right? That that they were fabricating stuff yep. about his character. Oh, your government yeah. at work. Don't you feel safer oh, they in bed look, tonight? They look really bad in the Richard Jewell movie. I'm saying they... <laughs> really bad. Who do you trust, man? <laughs> the Richard Jewell movie looks like... Uh, like they were just railroading a completely innocent man and they for knew no it reason, and they knew it the, the whole time. They knew it the whole time, and they admit it that they know it. Yeah, yeah. If you go back the movie, and watch that testimony um, from <clears throat> what over twenty years ago, Richard Jewell. I mean, he yeah. talks about the Department of Justice. I mean, and that's the poor, bad. The poor guy was just a gung ho law enforcement wannabe. He was Paul Blart. Yeah. <laughs> He was, he was it just Blart. hit me. Richard Jules, Paul, Paul Blart. They framed Paul Blart, the mall <laughs> cop. And now he's no longer with us to defend himself. Yeah. Oh, my <clears throat> goodness. But uh, Neither is the the uh, Washington Post reporter. Uh, she Atlanta died Journal. as well. Yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta Journal, yeah. yeah. Washington Post. Yeah, they, they, they said that she was making it with an FBI agent. And the, yeah. the AJC says, no, absolutely not. No. Yeah. Uh, it's just strongly implied. They don't show them sure. it, it doing anything together. Okay. But it is strongly implied that they slept together. Hey, is it Christmas yet? Like, not yet. It's not because it's no. been like a good five minutes since I asked I you. I know. Yeah. It's okay. not yet. No. It it's feels not. like it should be. It's not. By the way, the guy who plays Richard Jewell yeah. in the movie looks exactly like Richard Jewell. You oh. would think it's Richard Jewell actually playing himself. I thought you were going to say Paul Blart. No, Doesn't but he like, does look like, but both of them look like Paul Blart, too. So. Okay. okay. <laughs> but, I mean, the Richard Jewell guy really yeah. looks like him. Really uh, looks like him. I got to see that. I was actually, you know, I was at Centennial Park uh, just a few hours. Carrie and I were down there right before the bomb went off that At day. the Olympics? Uh-huh. Were you really? Yeah. And see, we, mm. we got tickets to, because we just wanted to say we went to the Olympics. Yeah. So we got tickets to see Team USA playing field hockey. It was like the cheapest ticket. It's like eight bucks to get in, which, by the way, that stadium that Atlanta built for field hockey is now overrun with kudzu and vines and no one uses it anymore. But I digress. Um, But so we we got there early Mm -hmm. and it was India versus Pakistan. Now, that's my favorite matchup in field hockey. And at the time, Mm -hmm. not knowing uh, anything about the geopolitical stuff going on there between Kashmir and India and Pakistan, we, we just sat right in the middle. We were literally Kashmir during this game. With Pakistan on one side and India fans on the other side screaming at each other like you would have thought they were about to have a war right there. And Mm. and the game ended, Mm -hmm. of course, in a 0-0 tie. Of course. But my point is the USA game was right after. And if we had stayed for that like we fully intended to, we we would have been done. the bomb went off. Absolutely. Yeah. So instead we went to that game and got out of there. I fully remember him being a hero. Yep. And then what? Three days later, mm-hmm. four or five days, a week maybe at the most, yeah. he's the he's the guy who did it. He's the bad guy in this thing. Yep. And then that lasted for months. And then, okay, no, it wasn't him. All right, yeah, it was this Eric Rudolph guy. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Go back about your business. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Move along. And I remember- Wait, th- that's all you're going to do for this poor guy? This jewel that's been persecuted for four months now? Yeah. A sad story. Really sad story. Very sad. Yeah. And I mean, I specifically remember- that bench, that 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 spot where the bomb went off, seeing that that day, wow. it's just creepy to think you're yeah, that close yeah. to something. It could have been you, you yeah. know. But uh, yeah, two but, people died, I think, and yeah, it was a hundred injured. 
Yeah, uh, I just remember a, a lady died. I remember a reporter died of a heart attack running to the scene to try to cover it. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, um, lost in all of this, uh, Eric Rudolph, um, that, that guy living in the mountains on the run until he was uh, caught getting, um, what, food out of a dumpster up mm-hmm. uh, at some restaurant. But uh, yeah, um, just a, that's just a, a terrible time. And, and, and the fallout from that, like you said, I mean... Who knows? Who knows what this did to, to Richard Jewell's life as far as right. l- how long he would have lived if not right. for this stress and all this that he went through. Yeah. And oh, by the way, um, his attorney, while we're talking about this, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Lynn Wood, he, he tweeted out about this um, Nancy Pelosi delaying this, uh, mm-hmm. this articles of impeachment uh, delivery. He said that Trump must immediately seek writ of uh, uh, mandamus from the U.S. Supreme Court, which would order the articles to be delivered. We're, we could get oh, the really? Supreme Court involved in this now. Well, the Supreme Court will be, in, be involved in some way because uh, John Roberts will be the, he'll be, uh, he's the oh, master of ceremonies. That's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> I forgot the, Rehnquist was uh, Clinton, yeah, right? That's he oversees right. it. He oversees the, the, the trial itself. Let's just end this. Stop it. I know. You <laughs> should do the writ of... Yeah, the man... Habeas Mandis. Man, Mandamus. Man, Mandamus. Is it Christmas yet? Thomas. Checking just uh, close. Up, just getting close. an update on that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up. Mister Classic. Pat Gray unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And a Pat unleashed on Twitter. <laughs> More Tyler Morgan tweets. Are you sure Rashida Tlaib wasn't wearing a was Soviet red? No. Oh. In fact, it probably was Soviet oh, red. Oh, it wasn't power red. It was so uh-huh. nice. This is Steve 42. Remember when we said just stop the world? I think we should just stop the whole solar system. I want out. Yeah, thank you. Push up corn pop. Push up corn pop alumni? Alumni? Alumnix? Keep moving. Uh, <laughs> you would have thought that Trump was giving Ukraine pallets full of cash. <laughs> oh, that, that <laughs> yes, was you would have. Yeah. yeah. That was a good one. Uh, also, uh, Lone Wolf 2965, how many of those same celebrants slowly devolve into tears today as they try to come to terms with, <laughs> why is he still there? He was impeached. Right, we impeached yeah. him. You know a lot of them think he's gone now. Uh-huh. They like, know they think he's gone. Is Nancy Pelosi <laughs> the president yet? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no, not yet. Not yet, pumpkin. <laughs> Uh, Saves 84. Happy Inauguration Day, Hillary Yay. Clinton. Yay! Oh, yeah, that's what they think. That's what they're waking up thinking. Okay, so yeah. now Hillary's the president? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not just yet, Putin. Mm-hmm. Uh, just too muck and fudge. Of course Trump should be impeached for setting terrorists free in exchange for a deserter. <laughs> oh, oh that, wait. That's another one for Oh, old, oh wait. Another Obama That's scandal. the other guy. <laughs> Santa's murderous elf tweets, uh, thanks for the movie spoiler. Keith, what did I what did I spoil? Like I don't oh, know. Was it the was it the you didn't know Richard Jewell, Richard Jewell was thing? innocent? <laughs> Let's see, uh, twenty three years ago. Look at that. You're right. They nailed that side by side. Look at that. Good job. Look at how much he looks like that him. actor with yeah yeah man. And the guy was great. Huh. The guy was great. Man. So uh, yeah. Sorry, I ruined it for you. Bomb goes off. Richard Jewell did not do it. From Slaying Duck. So you guys go directly from criticizing Trump for implying the widow's husband was in hell to saying that deceased hero Richard Jewell was just like Paul Blart. Nice. 
Paul Blart was a hero. Yeah, Paul Blart. Was a nice guy that was a hero. What do you mean? Nice guy who was enthused about law enforcement. Exactly. We're not, we're not bashing... Uh, Richard Jewell's not being bashed whatsoever on this but program. obviously, there are people who can't stand one negative comment about Donald Trump. It can't, nothing can, nothing can can't. ever be said Mm-mm. that's not just glorifying Donald Trump. Yep. So, I'm sorry, this ain't the show for you, if that's you, because uh, we don't glorify everything he says. Yeah, if you're going to... We call it like a, like we see it. When we agree with him, we say so. When we don't, we also say so. I don't agree with everything he does. And I, I will not change my my values and my principles to fit Donald Trump. Never will I say that uh, spending deficits don't matter, that, that spending us into oblivion doesn't matter like he's doing right now. And just say, oh, that's okay, or we completely forget about that particular issue of conservatism. So if that's what you want to hear, then you got to listen to Hannity. Uh, that's not us. Yeah, I mean, we praise President Trump when he earns praise, which is quite often... Right. That's right. But if you're going right. to mock a widow who came to thank you for something and say that her husband might be in hell, come on now. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna Th- call that. You've got to you've got to be criticized for that. That's unbelievable. Uh, That's unbelievable. Uh, hey, is it Christmas yet? Just checking. Just getting mm. an update on that. Man. Mm. Uh, also from the Tecmo Hero, sent us this uh, helpful bathroom sign for 2019. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's there. It's a, you got uh, a picture of the, the woman, the bathroom sign, the man. You got the half man, half woman. Then you got a man. Then you got a wheelchair a person. Wheelchair, the baby. A baby. Alien. Alien. Oh, look at a Siamese two-headed, twin. Two-headed person. Some warrior thing. Uh, whatever. Just wash your hands. Just literally, just <laughs> wash your hands. Oh, that reminds me. So yesterday we had the bread, you know, that had the... You, mm-hmm. With washed hands, you touch the bread. Yes. And there's another piece of bread where you wiped it on like a Chromebook or whatever. And then after a week or whatever, you looked and you saw, oh my gosh, better wash your hands because look what you transfer. Mm-hmm. We are going to do this uh, today uh, on Twitter at Pat Unleashed. Be sure to look for that. We're going to do this experiment. Hang on. Look at this, Pat. I actually, I brought, <laughs> I brought my supplies here. I've got bread that, I mean... Ain't nobody in my house going to eat bread, so whatever. It's already expired. Uh, and then we got Ziploc bags. We're going to experiment. We should get Jeffy in here. Just have the one that Jeffy touches and see what it looks like after Christmas break. Um, <laughs> but we're going to leave it in a drawer, all these pieces of bread. So okay. be sure to uh, check out at Pat Unleashed on Twitter today. All right. <laughs> From uh, GS Lamp 2, what makes... what makes American Indians native is that they came from Asia and had kids here. My ancestors came from Europe and had kids here. Aren't I native? Oh, <laughs> yes. I like yes, this. I, I like that. Yeah. Right. I do too. <laughs> or is the left racist believing skin color makes you native, not where you were born? Huh. Huh. As Jeffy might say, hmm. think about it. Think about it. <laughs> first uh, of all, uh-huh. first of all. I love that. We're, we're, that that's that, great. That, that's absolutely that's the same thing. It's, it's just a matter of timing, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm also looking for the writ of mandamus oh, or yeah. writ of mandam- mandamus today. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe a, a lawyer can call us and tell us how you pronounce that. Um, and also, is that is that something uh, that would work? Because supposedly a writ of mandamus is an order from a court to an inferior government official 
ordering that government official to properly fulfill their official duties hmm. or correct an abuse of discretion. So it would be an order from the court to Nancy Pelosi telling her, you've got to deliver the uh, articles of impeachment. I don't, I don't know if that's actually, if that would actually work, if she would actually abide by that, have to abide by that. Maybe there is a lawyer that uh, could let us know about that. That sounds pretty good. Because if, if they can do it, they should be doing that right now. They should be. I mean, and if some of our listeners know about it, surely, hopefully, the President of the United States knows about it, right? And the <laughs> Senate knows about it, uh, right? So yeah. uh, let's force the issue. If you Get think it done. 2019 was fun, oh, just you wait. 2020's got some things up its sleeve. Oh, it's going to be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And there's an election. So oh, that's going to be really fun. So eventually, one of these buffoons that are running in the Democrat Party is going to go up against Donald Trump. <laughs> and that is going to be showtime when that happens because <laughs> he's going to take them apart, whoever it is. Uh, it doesn't matter who it is. The only one that might be problematic because you got to be really careful because he comes with a lot of protection. Uh, is is Buddha Judge? Hmm. Pete Buddha Judge. Yeah, you can play the white guy angle, right? Yes, you can go. Well, you can <laughs> you go can, white guy on it. It's like you got to yeah. look for that. Oh my! I almost said chink in the armor, uh, but there it is. Uh, okay, where? Oh, he's white. He's a white guy. He's a white guy. He's a white man, <laughs> and that's part of what pisses the left off about him. Uh, I know. It's not good enough that he's gay. He's a white man. Yeah, and they're really mad about that. Plus, he's moderated some of his policies unlike Sanders and Warren, and they're upset about that too. He just thinks the Medicare for all should be for all who want it. So you you could have your insurance and keep it, or if you want to go Medicare, then you could do that too. And they're not happy about that at all. But I thought the left liked choice. Yeah, no. Uh uh-uh. They only like the choice of uh, murdering babies. They want, want to be able to choose to murder babies, but they don't want you to be able to choose your health care. Come on. Keith, grow up, man. Yeah. Is it Christmas yet? <laughs> no. No, it is not. Okay. And it's not going to be. Uh, so who all so. we have uh, on the debate stage tonight that I'm not going to be watching? Oh, I'm not watching that thing at all. Yes. We've already decided, right? 80 to 20. That yeah. We're not, we're not messing with that tomorrow. Yes. Yes. So we've got Biden. Okay. Warren. Sanders. Mm-hmm. Buttigieg. Mm-hmm. Klobuchar. Mm-hmm. Steyer somehow made it. How, wow. did, how did Tom Steyer make the debate? And not Tulsi. No. Nope, Tulsi's not in this. And they're pissed at her, too, for not voting yes uh, to articles of impeachment yesterday. <laughs> Present. And Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang makes the stage. Andrew Yang. Yang and Steyer are mm-hmm. big surprises to me. Whipped cream and all. All right, cool. Well, that'll be fun tonight. Want to be fun? Mm-hmm. I mean, not if for me. If they debate and nobody watches, did they actually debate? <laughs> That's what I don't know, but I guess we're going to find that out. Yeah. We're going to find out tonight. In, in case you want to torture yourself, um, the debate starts at 8 p.m. Eastern. Don't ask me what network, because I don't care. Yeah, I don't know, uh, nor do I care. It's in Los Angeles. I know that. Let's see here. I didn't know that much. <laughs> I knew that. I did not know that. Uh, let's see here. And it's going to be on a channel that's not quickly disclosed in the article, so therefore I'm leaving you on your own. Cool. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck uh, finding it. Uh, Let's see. PBS. PBS and CNN. Oh, 
twice the options to not watch. That's CNN has had several of these, right? I mean, yeah. And I guess they're being rewarded for being. I was going to say, why would they get rewarded for with yeah. debates for the left? Oh boy, there. they are too. They are, uh. and they're playing. They're playing the exact right game for the Democrats. I, I, yesterday, or no, a few days ago, after after one of Pelosi's first uh, days when she was talking about what a solemn, somber occasion it was, uh, when she made the first announcement that they were going to bring articles of impeachment, and it was so solemn, and they, 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 get no, they got no pleasure out of this at all. It was just a solemn, somber occasion. <laughs> and so when she's done and she wraps up and they go back to the hosts on CNN, they talked about, you know what was the most striking there? was what a solemn, somber occasion it is for her, for these Democrats, that they take no pleasure in in bringing these articles of impeachment. Oh, okay. Yeah, shut up. You don't really expect us to buy that, do you? You do, don't you? You really (laughs) expect us to buy that? Uh. (laughs) It's unbelievable. It's it's really unbelievable. All right, uh, 888-900-3393. Also, uh, we found out that the sports person of the year. We found oh, out, yeah. We found out who she wants, or uh, I don't know if that's her personal pronoun. I, yeah, we've I never asked her. I don't know if that's what they want they. or it. Well, I don't know. Here, here the person is. What candidates intrigue you? <laughs> Megan, uh, I mean, Megan. I think Elizabeth. I think a, a Warren Harris ticket would be fire. Oh, uh, talk about fire. To, to, Super mm-hmm. smart, sharp. Um, oh man! Super smart, you know, sharp. women who don't back down to anyone. Um, I think they're, um, mm. you know, have big, bold, sort of progressive policies, especially uh, Warren. One. I don't think Harris's were quite as fleshed out, maybe as they need to be. But I also think we judged her way harder than uh, we're judging mm. anyone else. Um, so that that's interesting. Obviously, you know, Bernie is, mm. uh, especially mm-hmm. with younger people. I mean, oh, he's sure. he's like on fire yeah. and has been for a long time. It sounds like oh, you yeah. are, are part of the progressive wing of the Democratic. Yeah, you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think. Absolutely. I don't think this like walking of a moderate line really gets us anywhere. I think that we're that is trying to horrible. play this this game with Trump of being electable and, you know, not being too far but when it's like, really, I think we know that these, like, radical policies could could change the world for the better, so why not go all in on that? Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not just be socialist? Uh, uh, oh, look at that. Socialist leader, socialist nation. Ah, Megan Rapinoe oh, and, uh, and uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren, similar look going on there. <laughs> well, super smart. Other than the purple sure. hair for one of them. Yeah, whatever. Which is a really good look. Yeah, but one of them drinks... A beer, which, yeah. uh, you know, is uh, yeah. fun. Uh, super Smart Sharp. That's uh, that's uh, Warren Harris 2020. Super Smart Sharp, according to Megan Rapinoe. Okay. Why don't you just play soccer? That would be great, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be nice? She oh. just played soccer. And oh, that's a good up. segue. That's a great segue into an animal video, no? <clears throat> <clears throat> oh yeah, it's was almost, there an animal that was playing? Oh yeah, there was a deer, yeah. a reindeer. Look at this reindeer! Look at he's playing soccer, Pat. He's okay. playing soccer, and he and he scores, and then he celebrates. Gets out of control with his celebration there, kind of like uh, Megan. <laughs> he there. does seem to celebrate, ce- knocking it into the goal. Yeah, absolutely, he does. That was watch awesome. that again. That okay. was kind of fun. Let's see. Uh, here's a reindeer uh, butting the soccer ball with his head. <laughs> His antlers, and and then puts it in the goal and jumps he, around. I think what he's thinking about doing there, <laughs> he honestly, didn't, he didn't really 
elongate the celebration, though. I don't well, think he would have penalized. He wouldn't have been well, penalized for Here's that. what happened. I, I, I do believe. Mm. He was getting ready to take off and fly. And then mm. he saw the camera and he realized Santa's oh, rules oh. are like, you can never be mm. seen flying outside right. of Christmas Eve. Okay. And so he pulled back just at the, Maybe. the last minute there. Maybe. Oh, that was good. We'll, we'll post yeah. that up later uh, on Pat Unleashed so you can see that on Twitter. I mean, how weird is that? That the thing new to... Okay, p- put it in yeah. the goal. Mm-hmm. And then he celebrated his goal. That was awesome. And if and if you would have liked to have seen that in real time, you could go to blazetv.com slash pat, offer code pat20 mm-hmm. off. Save yourself $20 on a yearly subscription to Blaze TV to see fun animal videos on the rare occasion that Pat pulls the trigger. <clears throat> right. There you go. Look, it's up exactly. on the screen there. Mm-hmm. See? So like if you look at if it. you currently have Blaze TV uh-huh. and you need to write this down to give it to somebody who doesn't. Or to, this would be a great Christmas gift. This is a good offer until Christmas. Get on it. BlazeTV.com slash Pat. Also, since we're on to uh, uh, sort of just entertainment things, um, how about this Frasier? Clear back. Here's Kelsey Grammer on Frasier. I don't know what. Late 90s, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's pre this show, but it's not pre... I, is it pre my Houston show? Because that's where we actually stumbled upon... I don't know what episode this is, yeah. That's where we stumbled upon the Quanell X quote, which I think originally wanna, came from Malcolm that? X. You want to set it up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Quanell X from Houston days. A cat can give birth to kittens in an oven. That don't make them biscuits. Okay, Quanell X is local black leader, and uh, like uh, like a Malcolm X type. In fact, his hero is Malcolm X. Uh huh. And so he would speak out on issues, and <laughs> once on my show, this is what he had to say: A cat can give birth to kittens in an oven. That don't make them biscuits. Uh, okay. It's genius. And, uh, it we, it's genius. I don't know. We didn't know what that meant then. We don't know what it means now. <laughs> Although there is speculation <clears throat> that the original quote was from Malcolm X and he was talking about illegal immigrants um, who give birth in this country. And does that make them citizens? No, because a cat can give birth to kittens in the oven. That don't make them biscuits. <laughs> An little- illegal gives birth to a person in the United States, that doesn't make him a citizen. <laughs> that's the thought, anyway. I don't know if that's yeah, hardcore yeah. truth, but it's a, it's, anyway, yeah. clear back on Frazier. <laughs> Here's what he said. Refers to himself as one. A cat can have kittens in the oven, but that don't make him biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> and look, he's shocked because he's quoting his uncle. <laughs> God, no, I'm quoting Grandpa Willie. Or Grandpa... <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, um, I never knew this, but Frazier, um, uh, his grandpa is Quan LX. Is that what we're <laughs> I guess. That he calls he called Willie him, for some He called reason? him Willie. I don't know why. So the X stands for <laughs> Willie? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but that's interesting. Thank you for sending this uh, to us, Shelly. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> I had no idea that that was spoken on Frazier. I didn't either. We got to find out what year did Frazier end? We need to look into that. Okay. See if they stole that from us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's see here. Uh, and at Pat Unleashed uh, on Twitter. Let's see, it ran ninety three. Tell was it into two thousand one? Eleven season. Don't make me do the math here. Oh, two thousand four. Yes. Okay. 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 I don't know what. We'll find out when that episode ran. What year that episode oh, ran? We're gonna find out. They didn't steal it from Grandpa Willie. Kelsey they, Grammer, you're busted. They stole it from Pat Gray Show and Quan LX.
on the Pat Gray Show. Uh, of course they did. There's Circa no 2001, Houston, Texas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was summer of 01. Uh-huh. That was right before I moved away, so that would have been he, August of 01 that he said that. Yeah, when he came in with his big posse of yeah. people. And, uh, and he was going to debate somebody who decided not to show up that day. That's right. That's yeah. right. So we just interviewed him. And he just sat in his car yeah. on the phone. He was going to debate Michael Berry, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was, Pat. <laughs> Let's just put it all on the table. Who <laughs> was at the time a uh, Houston council person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, now a talk show host. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 933 And Pat Unleashed on Twitter. <laughs> Okay. Is it Christmas say, yet? Is I didn't it say Christmas? anything good or bad about it. I'm no, just you're saying. just saying a fact. Not just a fact. He was going to debate Michael Berry. Because he was worried about his safety or something. Uh, something, yeah. And said, you know what? Yeah. Safer in my car on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, memories. Yeah. Like the corners of our mind. Misty, watercolor memories. The way <clears throat> things were. Uh, all right. 888-933-93. More Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, coming up. What happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. Pat Gray Unleashed. President impeached yesterday. Uh, Two Democrats voted against both counts. One of those Democrats is uh, Van Drew. What's his face, Van Drew? He's going to be a Republican, but uh, was a Democrat, I believe, yesterday. And so, so two Democrats. So it was a bipartisan effort against impeachment. It's more than the Democrats can say. In fact, four Democrats went against uh, the flow, uh, the the party line, because Tulsi Gabbard voted present on both counts, and. Uh, what was the other one? Then there was one Democrat who voted for one of the articles, but not the other. So there was obstruction of Congress. <clears throat> yeah, voted a oh oh you don't know for who, abuse okay. of power and against obstruction mm-hmm. of Congress. And then of course, of course and then of course Tulsi Tulsi yeah who voted present. present. Mm-hmm. So she's there and not in Los Angeles for that debate tonight. She didn't make the she didn't make the debate. That's too bad. Mm-hmm. That's too bad. Uh, so. Now, Nancy Pelosi hanging on to the articles of impeachment has not sent them to the Senate yet and may not for who knows how long. We're hearing that there's a writ of mandamus that you can maybe force the issue. And if that's true, I hope they do it. I haven't heard from a lawyer on that, Um, but somebody told us. Was it a tweet? Oh, it was a tweet from Richard Jewell's attorney, Lynn Wood. Um who okay. made that point that uh, you could uh, have the Supreme Court uh, order the articles to be delivered. Uh, ah, that'd be great. Through that Latin yeah. phrase that, you know, I don't know. So let's get that done. Let's just get this thing over with. I mean, because they're not going, they're not going to, the Republicans aren't going to do a big fat trial. They don't want to now because there's too much risk, I guess, involved. So whatever, let's get it done and just get him acquitted. And then we can move on with our lives. And I would think the Democrats would want that, too, because you've got three senators who are Democrats that will be tied up in a trial if you if you draw this thing out when they're supposed to be campaigning. I don't see how they could want that. 
Uh, but we'll see what happens. Also tonight, Star Wars. Yeah. The Rise of Skywalker. It's theaters. I saw that that showtimes are as early as 6 o'clock. It used to be that, you know, they did the midnight showing. Then it went to 11. Then it was like 10 o'clock. And now it's 6 o'clock. So now it just basically opens on Thursday instead of Friday. Um, but tonight's the big night that Star Wars Rise of Skywalker finishes off the whole series mm-hmm. of Star Wars movies. And I guess they're going to do, they'll still do some, I don't know if they're going to do Solo or, you know, Ray, whoever she is, mm-hmm. do some sort of offshoot on her. I, yeah, I don't know. We don't know what the next one is. I don't know what the next one okay. is. Somebody might. I don't. Now, um, what? Um, when are you going to go see this new movie? I don't know. Okay. I'd like to see it tomorrow, but I bet it's all sold out already. And I haven't oh. purchased tickets. So I got my um, tickets. <coughs> do you really? Yeah. For when? Like uh, next August. Seriously, you don't have tickets. I do have tickets. Uh, it's for the uh, ten days out from ten days out. Yeah, like oh wow. Yeah, and, there's, uh, and when I bought them, there was nobody in that. Nobody. I could had the whole theater. The whole to theater myself. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna go see it uh, December thirtieth. Uh, I understand it's not getting great reviews. This I might know. be the worst reviewed of all of them. I'm seeing that too. Does it matter though? Because it really doesn't to me. I, I'd still go if it had a zero rating. Yeah, me too. You know, you got I, to. there's something about Star Wars. It's the only great movies in the series were the first three, right? The 77, 1980, and 1983. Great, absolutely. Yep. But still, even after all the abuse, <laughs> even after the crappy eight movies we just saw, uh-huh. I'm still <laughs> gonna go see the ninth. I'm yeah. still going to. Mm-hmm. Me too. So. uh yeah, it doesn't matter. It's just they created too much goodwill with the first three. It's it's an amazing to me. That's amazing that Lucas did such a good job with the first three. It didn't matter what they put us through in the next eight. It didn't matter. We still love them and we still eagerly anticipate them. Mm-hmm. And we've been disappointed time after time after time after time. You know what? Are you describing the Star Wars franchise? Or are you describing Radiohead? Because their first three albums so great, and then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's Star Wars. What's yeah. happened since they've gone experimental? But no, I'm with you. I'm not a I'm not a Star Wars geek by any stretch of the imagination. But I make sure to go and watch it every that, time in the theater. Every like time. I don't wait for them. Oh no! Like uh-uh. I got this ten days out yep. thing. I'll have you know this is probably the longest I've waited. It's just because I'm scheduling things or whatever. Um, but <clears throat> when when the new one comes out, I'm there absolutely. Yep, me too. So and 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 with Mandalorian, yeah. I mean, that's not that great. Oh, is it Friday? And yet? I'm still eagerly <laughs> anticipating every episode of that. Yeah. I, I, when, you, that? when you said that, my Pavlov's dog response went. Wait, what day wait, of the week is wait, it? Wait, oh, it's, it's tomorrow Thursday. though. Oh. Tomorrow we get another Mandalorian, and I've just been eh, on all of them. And, and I will say <laughs> that one night I was awake all night from Thursday into Friday, and I just happened to think right at 3 a.m. I was thinking, you know, hey. Wonder if it's already posted. Is it, it's Friday. Maybe it's on. I don't know how long it had been up, but it was up at three a.m. Oh wow! Um, and oh, uh, Rob just tells me that the new, really the new episode has already dropped for the week. What? Wait a minute! Really? He dropped it yesterday. What are they doing? Why aren't they telling us? Did they really? So well, there you go. They did. They dropped it yesterday, probably because of the they didn't want to compete with oh, the movie. Oh, nice. Makes kind of, that makes sense. 
to do oh. that a little bit early to get that out of the way. Okay. Then you're only anticipating the movie. All right. So I know what we're doing at uh, one, <laughs> one hour from I now. When I get home, I'm watching it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, good. Okay. Okay. So they expect it to make <clears throat> anywhere from about 160 million to 230 million, which is quite a it's a pretty big range right there. But uh, that's a uh, let's see, forty. That's a seventy million dollar range, but it's going to make a lot of money, and we all know it. It could be one of the top five debuts of all time. We'll see. Uh, but the really great news that everybody's talking about in the new Star Wars movie is that it finally features a gay kiss. Oh no, no, no! What? <sighs> Finally! Oh, good. They finally made Star Wars same-sex history. Thank you. I, we've all been clamoring. When are you going to have a gay or lesbian kiss in Star Wars? Well, now. <laughs> in the rise of Skywalker. My kids almost escaped childhood before Star Wars did this. Yep, but not quite. <clears throat> don't you have 12-year-olds or so? Yeah. Yeah. Sure, I don't even That's know That's time for them anyway to understand yeah. the real issues of sexuality oh boy (laughs) Uh, sequence of the new film sees two lesser known female members of the resistance enjoy a kiss to celebrate during a joyful moment the affectionate scene is the first of its kind to depict a homosexual sign of romance in a disney owned film all right Uh, walt would be so happy about that wouldn't walt be proud (laughs) right yeah too bad he's not here to see that because he would love it you know uh, Walt would love it. Uh-huh. They, he'd be saying, finally, they got a gay kiss in one of my movies. Thank you, finally. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be spinning like a lathe in his grave. He would not want that. What, would he be spinning because he couldn't get comfortable in his grave? Yeah, because saying... it took so long yeah. uh, for the gay okay, kiss. I didn't I mean, know what that's what were... I mean. Yeah, it took okay. so long. Boy, here we uh, are. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, Disney's so woke. Yeah, they're woke. <laughs> so, you know, people tweeting about it. Why not also in movies like Star Wars or Wonder Woman? Wait, it, this is Star Wars, stupid. Uh, they wanted in Wonder Woman and all the, I guess, all the uh, all the Disney movies, I guess. Every single movie has to have lesbian kisses or gay kisses in it, I guess. Another added, am I right in thinking the rise of Skywalker featured the first same-sex kiss in Star Wars? If so, bravo. Uh, why? Why? Why does that have to be in a Star Wars movie? Why? I, I You know, it's essentially a kid's movie. Why do, why do we need that? <sighs> Speaking to Variety on the issue, J.J. Abrams hinted at the moment and said, uh, in the case of the LGBTQQIA2 plus community, he didn't use all the, all the letters, but you know I did, just out of respect. Uh, <laughs> for every single um, group that that represents. Sure does. It was important to me that people who go to this movie feel they're being represented in the film. Well, okay, that's great, but why didn't you also include a polygamist race relationship in it then? Because yeah. what about the polygamists who want to be represented? Why the exclusion, right? Why, why exclude polygamists? <laughs> yeah, are, you, are you saying that their love is... Less important uh, because it involves more than one person. Hmm. If not, if not, if you can't do a, uh, a polygamous relationship, and then why? Why not? 
Did you feature someone who pleasures themselves? Do we get to see that in a Star Wars movie? Oh. If not, why not? Why? Why aren't they represented? What about consenting adults who fall in love with a relative? What about that? Huh. Isn't that important for them to see that they've been represented in a film as well? JJ? <laughs> Why aren't all characters in all movies gay? Why? We, why aren't we seeing every single character represented as a gay person in this? Why? <sighs> Soon we will be, so we won't have yeah, to ask that question anymore. <laughs> Soon it will My ideas, man. <laughs> Come on. I mean, it, this has gotten so ridiculous, so carried away. Uh, 888-900-3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Christmas Twisted Pathead M tweets, are there measures in place to ensure Jeffy doesn't eat your science experiment? Oh, the bread that we're going to oh, do. Oh, yeah, we're going <clears> to... <throat> you're going to touch the bread. Yeah, we need to put a lock on that so he doesn't <laughs> eat it. From Publius, Prager University needs to go out and ask the students, now that President Trump has been impeached, who's the president now? <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see oh, that. Oh, that would be fun. That would be fun. That would be good. I'll bet that will happen. Uh, Zocken round a Christmas tree... Tweets, so I could watch one of two train wrecks tonight. A debate at 8 p.m. or Star Wars. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Uh, rants out loud. Does this make Kelsey Grammer Frasier X? <laughs> Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer actually said a cat can have kittens in the oven that don't bake up biscuits before. Before. Before Quan LX said it on my show in Houston in 2001. So, Before Quanell said this. A cat can give birth to kittens in the <clears throat> oven. That don't make them biscuits. So did Quanell X get that expression from Frazier? That's what I'd like to know. I I think he might have. Yeah, can we? Refer to himself as one. A cat can have kittens in the oven, but that don't make them biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Quanell got it from him. Yeah, he did. I'll bet you. God, no, I'm quoting Grandpa Willie. Yeah, so so Grandpa Willie passed it on to Fraser Crane. Uh-huh. And Fra- Who passed it on to Quad LX in Houston, which is great. That is <laughs> that is awesome. I now firmly believe, because that happened in 2000. That episode was in 2000. Mm-hmm. Uh, I interviewed Quan L in 2001. Yep. I think Quan L got it from Fraser. I think he got it. The evidence is clear <laughs> that Quan LX's hero isn't Malcolm X. No, it's, it's Frazier. Dr. Frazier Crane. It's Frazier Crane. That is awesome. <laughs> a white guy, a conservative. Great job, Pathead. Fantastic. And Shelly, thanks for sending us that awesome clip. <laughs> From Amy Diane, I've been watching Frazier, 1993 to 2004 on Net- Netflix for the mm-hmm. past month. I'm in season 10. And they joked about him being a Republican. Now we get it. Frazier was simply against illegal immigration. Thank you. Yep. (laughs) Also from USSA News. Who knows? Maybe a cat does give birth to kittens in the oven. Anyone ever check? Right. We never follow up. (laughs) So we're just assuming here that they're not biscuits. It could be biscuits that the cat's giving birth to. We don't know. I don't know. I've never. I'm not opening the door. I have not checked Uh, after a cat's given birth in an oven. I haven't looked. (laughs) I really have not looked. So I'll have to do that sometime. (laughs) Except I don't have a cat. Uh, I wonder if any time in history has a cat actually ever given birth inside an oven? You think? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. What a dumb cat! (laughs) Crawl in there. You're dumb. Uh, all right. In America, lots of us deal with pain. 
and it's continual. It's like every day. It's all the time. Sometimes you wake up with it. It just it's it's awful. And if you've tried everything and you still have that pain, and you think it might be inflammation based, you need to try Relief Factor. Relief Factor is one hundred percent drug free, so you're not going to get hooked on anything. Um, and then have to depend on the doctor and call the doctor, go through all that hassle all the time. And then, you know, people look at you like you're, you're a drug addict when you come in to get your pills. And it's, it, it's awful. It's 100% drug-free, created by doctors with four key ingredients that each help fight against inflammation. And there's a three-week quick start. It's just 1995. Try it for three weeks. If it works, great. Then you'll be like 70% of the people who try who start with the quick start and go on to order more because it did work for them. If you'd like a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, quick point of privilege. Quick point of personal privilege. Uh, yes. mm-hmm. Point of personal privilege. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please do not use gendered language to to address everyone. Okay. Good. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, by the way, uh, tomorrow we'll feature uh, our favorite clips, mostly from 2019. But I think we could probably go back to <laughs> you know as many as years as we want. Okay. All right. I mean, you're a benevolent dictator. We can exactly. Do what you we can do, do what we, we want, right? It can be 2019, but it doesn't absolutely have to be. But uh, best clips. If, a lot of people are talking about, I think, the gendered one, right? This one. Point of personal oh, privilege. Oh, far yes. and away. Is it? Please do Please not use, use gendered g- language to, to, to address everyone. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Thank you for that. Thank you. I think that, you know, some people on the left are just starting to realize uh, the atmosphere they've created here and are starting to realize, wait a minute, people are expecting us to do that too? Wait. (laughs) (laughs) That was just for the right. Uh, That's not for us. We're the elites. We don't have to do that. Do we? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you do. So good luck with that. (laughs) Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Nick in Illinois. You're on the blaze. Hi. Uh, point of personal privilege. Yes. Go, yes. Go ahead, Nick. <laughs> Please stop trashing the <laughs> prequels of Star Wars. <laughs> you like the prequels, really? You like the one, right. two, and three so, movies, Phantom Menace, I've, and the others. I love Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. I do not. I actually despise episodes uh-huh. six or uh, episode seven, eight, and I haven't seen nine yet, but I don't plan on it. Yeah, eight was especially bad. The The Last Jedi or whatever that is, that was especially the, awful. 
Oh, it's garbage. Yeah, it's, it is garbage. garbage. But did I hear you use the word love for Phantom Menace and clones uh, and Sith? Phantom Menace is... Wow. Phantom Menace is my favorite one of all. Stop it! With Jar Jar no. Binks? Come on, Nick. Uh, how is no. Jar Jar Binks any more or less annoying than Chewbacca? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's a billion times oh, more annoying oh, than Chewbacca. Oh, my goodness. What's Chewbacca, so. Chewbacca could live at my house. I love him so much more than Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks, I, I want to lop his head off with a lightsaber. From the very second he, he appears on screen. <laughs> oh, not me. Oh, really? Well, not me. Well, that's because yeah, you're, no, you're younger, though. How old were you when you saw? How old were you yeah, when you no, saw it? That That is the underlying. There we go. Yeah. yeah. I was five when. Ding, yeah, ding, 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 out. ding. Okay. You've lost all credibility now, Nick. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> when you're five, of course, it's hold your on, favorite movie. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. In in those um the the trilogies around when when you were really young um did the transformation it just seemed like Anakin got really set off mm. a little too easily yes to become the yes. evil Lord Darth Vader it's like oh, I want to be well, a you... Jedi now <laughs> no yes no. yes he was a crybaby he was a crybaby his mom died in his arm <laughs> <laughs> and. How about the acting in in Phantom Menace? The little kid yeah. is maybe the worst actor ever in a major motion picture. Uh-huh. Maybe the worst yeah, of know, all time. I don't agree with that either. He wasn't Seriously? great, but he wasn't the worst. No. <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness. You need to go back and watch. When was the last time you saw it? Were you five? Three, three days ago, this weekend. Uh, three days ago. Wow. Okay, well, you're too tainted from your five-year-old uh-huh. experience. And that's understandable. It is. It's understandable. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. <laughs> that does show you, though, when you grew up with it, they're going to have a much different experience than when I saw it at 35 or however old I was at the time. When, when did <laughs> nope. Phantom Menace come out? Oh, oh, that. okay, yeah. Yeah, uh, Phantom Menace came out at, I don't know, 2000 or 99, something? 99, I believe. 99, yeah. Okay, so I was, I, I was barely out of diapers myself but i was a little older than nick and you were 35 <laughs> 35 and, just, and he was five you just okay i was old enough to be nick's dad diapers that's really i'm sad i'm now now I'm, now I'm not so much as uh going after uh nick i'm just trying to figure out why you were still in diapers at you know 34 no, I said I was out i oh, was you just got out barely okay, just out. graduated yeah um mm-hmm. did i dream this in mandalorian mm-hmm. was what was i seeing recently where they Took a swipe at Jar Jar or or his. Did they? What was I watching recently where I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. They slipped that in there. And they were making fun of his people or whatever. Was that in Mandalorian? The, what was it? The Gungans? Is that what they were? I don't know. The Gungadins? I don't know, but it was Gungans? fun to, to, to see that. And they I'm were the still... people who lived in the lake by the people who lived... I don't know, somewhere else. The land people and the water people didn't get along in that one. And by the way, J.J. Abrams, <clears throat> did he direct this latest one? Do we yeah, know? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, sir. J.J. Abrams, since I know you're a big fan of Pat Gray Unleashed and you watch every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, when you were first assigned this uh, role uh, to, to direct these movies, um, I thought you mentioned something. Well, I know you mentioned it. Um, 
and it hasn't paid off yet. Um, you, you, you told us you would put the, the bones of Jar Jar in a desert scene so that as the camera panned, oh, yeah. you would see the yeah. bones of Jar Jar. I remember that. I have yet that. to see the bones Maybe of Jar Jar. Maybe this one. Maybe this one. Better pay it off, sir. Yeah, I'd like that. <laughs> I don't know. I also heard him say it's not his job to correct what happened to the movies that when he wasn't directing. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to try to fix anything. And maybe that includes Jar Jar Banks. I don't know. But oh, well. we'll see. Okay. I actually love the Wookiee. How could right. you not like the Wookiee? I've never I love heard him. Talk about an unpopular opinion. I have, yeah, I've never seen anybody who said, yeah, that Wookiee's got to go. Oh, man. <laughs> that never, comic relief. I've never heard of that. Like that. I mean, you're talking about Chewbacca. Yeah, Come who, on now. Who, who is funny. <laughs> he's strong. He's smart. Right. He Powerful. needs to shave. But other than, I mean, seriously, what mm-hmm. is there not to like about... He's a faithful companion? Yes. To Han? And, and the emotion that he... Well, I better not say in case you need to catch up on some of the movies. Please. Come on, you've had plenty of time for Okay. That. So the emotion he, he shows when he loses someone really close to him. Uh-huh. I mean... Uh-huh. That's a great character. I uh, mean, everybody knows Han Solo's dead now, right? I mean, we, we're, we're pretty clear on that. It's been, what, three years? It's two years since that came out. So, okay, if you're not caught up on that... Wow. Yeah, a little wow. spoiler. Little Glenn spoiler. Glenn Beck spoiler alert over here. Yeah, he got sliced in half by his son and died. Oh, wait, okay. okay, so wow, you're really uh, uh, <laughs> telling us everything. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, um, can spoiler I just, alert! Oh, but after that movie, um, mm-hmm. Harrison Ford signed mm-hmm. a deal to do more movies, um, a Star Wars movie. So they're going to go back. Like mm-hmm. he's going to still be around. Who is uh, Harrison Ford? Oh, because I remember he signed a deal to do more movies. Oh. I don't know how. I don't know. Really? I don't know if he's a hologram do that? coming out of a droid. I don't know if it's a pre-story. I, I, I don't know. How would you do that? Yeah. So, huh. A lot, well, of make, a lot of makeup. And <laughs> is, because I keep seeing uh, Mark Hamill involved in this, at least in the premieres. He's go, And maybe it's just because he's such a figurehead. He's a, you know, star in the series. But it is he, he can't be in this one, right? He's gone, right? We all know that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these are not spoiler alerts because the movie's been out for at least two years. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. If you're a Star Wars fan, you've already seen that. So is Hamill in this movie? I don't know. I don't know. But did you hear? There's a finally a same-sex kiss. Finally. That's the... Yes! Thank you. Yes! Thank you. Ugh. It's about time. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, George! Merry Christmas, movie house! Merry Christmas, Emporium! Merry Christmas, you wonderful old Billy alone! Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, 888-900-3393. It has been a heck of a year for the global warming alarmists. Uh, This was the year when we went from... Uh, okay, we, we got to really take care of the earth or, you know, the temperature is going to rise by 20 degrees by 2100 or I don't know what the deal was, but it was 2100. We we're looking out for 2100 where I guess humanity was going to be incinerated by then. Well, now we had 12 years. Then they actually bumped that down to 10 years. And now some people are saying nine years. Mm. Oh, I think we're about up to about five minutes left uh, for humanity. Five <laughs> just, minutes. Uh, it's unbelievable. 
Uh, so we wanted to talk to Gregory Wrightstone, uh, who has you know the book of uh, the inconvenient facts, which uh, is great, and did the, uh, the, app. the app as yes. well. And I think the app's available right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. if it wasn't. It was, and then it wasn't, and now it is. Look and for inconvenient facts. So uh, Gregory joins us now on the Blaze. Gregory, welcome. Oh, yeah. We better talk quick because I, I think we're down to 12 minutes we have left. So <laughs> can we get it in in that time? Uh, we'll yeah, try. Crazy. Yeah, we'll see what we can do. Uh, since last we talked, we've had the Greta Thunberg tour um, to where she's been shaming us all over the planet. And, you know, I don't know. Is anybody listening to her hys- hysteria? Is she making a big difference, you think, in, in, in this argument? Well, she's certainly exciting young people with with. Her, her so-called facts that just aren't true. Yeah. And she really needs to go back to school. Yes, she does. It's, it's, not, it's not that so much of what she knows, it's that so much of what she thinks she knows is just incorrect. And then there's a lot of the climate facts that she just... She doesn't. She doesn't have any knowledge of. And I've mm-hmm. I've gone to some of these Friday climate strikes. I call them Fridays for fascists. And I've talked uh, to some of the adults. I get where the sixteen and fifteen or twelve year old little girls. They don't. They they're they're easily excitable and they buy into this climate alarmism. But it's mm-hmm. the adults that I talk to at these things that. It's amazing just how little knowledge they have about the actual climate facts. And there's so much misinformation out there that we have, you have to wade through. And that's, as you know, we've talked before. I had the same experience several years ago. You were told one thing, you are told one thing, then you are just the opposite. Mm-hmm. And it was that search for the truth that led me to the research that said, oh, my God, I've got to write this book and expose all this stuff. And the, the indoctrination of Greta Thunberg and that entire generation in fact is just despicable I I mean somebody should be held accountable for that because they have done such an unbelievable disservice to these kids they've scared the hell out of them and they've they've created all this this climate of fear among the youth that has gotten out of control where they actually think the world is going to end in eight or ten years it's despicable yeah exactly and they're lying to us and they're lying to them and i've i part of my job as i see it is to expose these lies and the biggest one lately and greta thunberg's been promoting this this notion of a the sixth mass extinction she talks just about every time we hear her speak we hear hear her talking about uh extinctions raging out of control and it's just the opposite if we look at extinctions the u.n report that was released last month predicted one million extinctions over the next several decades well to get that you need 20 or thirty thousand extinctions per year you know what it's been for the last 40 years how many extinctions two (laughs) two extinctions per year not two thousand not two hundred two well we're going to get to thirty thousand pretty soon no we're not Wow. No, we're not. And, and they, it's just, they the just, just story should have been that the U.N. should have been saying, oh, my God, we're doing a really good job protecting endangered species. Uh-huh. <laughs> that should have been the story. <laughs> Wait, Gregory, 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 I just saw a story last <laughs> week, that, and, and this year alone, 2019, they've discovered 71 new species. Yeah. So uh, it sounds like we're plus 69 now. I mean, we're doing fine. Oh my god. Yeah, there was just a re- there was just a, an article came out 
two days ago, uh, they said, oh, well, uh, in the in the last decade, there have been, I think it was 180 species gone extinct. Well, if you go and look at each one of those species extinctions, virtually every one of them, well, the species was last seen in 1887 on uh, Galapagos Island. This species last was seen in 1927. They just declared them extinct ten, within the last 10 years. And mm. so, I mean, they, you have to go through and dive in and, and, and parse this information, and that's... It, it's and I I I've exposed these lies and why why do they do it they do it because they need to generate uh, a climate of fear yeah, among hysteria. youth among everybody they yeah. have to have a scared population because right. why why in the world Pat would we why would the United States impose economically crippling regulations and restrictions on our freedom like the Paris Climate Accords or the Green New Deal the only reason we would do it is if we don't we're going to dive into one climate apocalypse event after the other. And as you know, we've talked, I'm a huge proponent of an earth that's thriving and prospering and humanity's yes. benefiting yes. from the modest warming in temperature and an increase in CO2. And it's just is. Yeah. Uh, although they're trying desperately right now. We're speaking with uh, Gregory Wrightstone, wrote the book Inconvenient Facts uh, and created the Inconvenient Facts app for those times when you're talking to somebody who's uh, annoying you at work with the climate change nonsense. <laughs> but you have a great fact about the U.S. having reduced CO2 emissions over the past decade. What has what has China yeah, yeah. done as far as CO2 goes? Yeah, that's that's what I've been dealing a lot. I'm, I'm in the middle of writing commentary about that. That's the big story. That we're being told we have to reduce our CO2 carbon dioxide emissions. They're saying that burning of fossil fuels is creating too much carbon dioxide, which is warming uh, the planet. And uh, what we see here, the new EPA commissioner that Trump appointed just last month came out. He said, we've reduced our, our CO2 emissions by 14 percent in the last 10 years. Wow. But, and this is the big, this is the comma, but... It's the but what's after but that's really important is that China, according to him, in the last 30 to 45 days, their increases in CO2 just in that time period of a month and a half completely wiped out everything we'd done in the last 10 years to reduce our emissions. China's charging forward. But, you know, the premier in China and Donald Trump, they they're actually moving in lockstep because they both understand how do you drive how, how does how's an economy driven how do we get a turbocharged economy you do it by providing low cost abundant reliable energy mm-hmm. and in china they're they've got a control and command economy they're they're charging forward with opening new coal mines building more coal-fired electricity here in the united states donald trump is protecting us yeah. by saying no we're not we're i'm not going to harm our economy by artificially increasing energy costs, everybody, because that drives up costs for everything, and it'd be it'd be putting the brakes on our economy. He doesn't want to do that. And yet, the, and then, the, the climate alarmists, though, are making China out to be on the cutting edge of environmentalism. <laughs> I, how do they get away with that? And why are they pushing that that uh, that rhetoric? Well, look what they're, look what's being proposed to save the planet. It's electri- uh, wind and solar. Yeah. No one looks at the front end or the back end of this. The front end is where does all the where all the rare earth minerals come from? It's China, Mongolia. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you what. 
everybody listening right now should Google. Well, don't don't get away from the radio or the TV, but but Google uh, Congo and Cobalt. Those two words, and you'll find there are over ten thousand children under the ages uh, under the age of twelve that are being used in these open pit cobalt mines in the Congo mm. to create batteries for the Tesla and, and your precious iPhones. And, and then we look at, that's the front end of, of the creation of this. What about the tail end? Wow. These things only, the, the solar panels and wind turbines only have a, a 20, 15, 20 year life, and then they have to be recycled or buried, and you can't recycle solar panels. And the, the, the big wind turbines just fill up uh, landfills tremendously so it's those two things we look at and and then i also like i like to look at india as a great example india is in the, they're also charging forward with with coal coal-fired electricity but prime minister modi there he says we're going to do it we have to because he's got 600 million people living in destitute generational poverty that right. he wants to lift up out of poverty. Yeah. And how, how can you argue against that? But you that's can. what Greta wants. She wants to destine these people right. to generational poverty. Yes. India, Africa, all the developed world, sorry, uh, you can't have access uh, to cheap energy. Sorry, you're just going to have to starve. It's, yeah. it's, it's insane. I'm, it's insane. It and you can't do, I mean, India, for example, I was there the last time I was there was during the monsoon. You can't do solar. They've got three years. They have three months a year where it does nothing but rain. You can't use solar. And a lot of that time, the, the, the wind projects. So they're, they can't do wind. They can't do solar, really. And you're, you're left with coal-fired. And, and that's what they're doing. And, and also, we look, there are probably 4 million people die in early death uh, around the globe. But mostly these really horrifically poor countries because they're cooking mm-hmm over wood and dried dung and they're breathing in the fumes and it's uh weak those are four million lives that could be easily spared by providing fossil fuels propane Mm -hmm. compressed natural gas coal-fired electricity those four million lives uh could 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 be spared in early demise And, and that's what i want are you saying that we shouldn't go to a dry dung energy system in this country? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, that's uh, a little radical. I, uh, I think we've all been counting on dry dung as the future. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, all right. I hear all right. It. If you're going to surprise us with that uh, announcement all of a sudden. All right. The book, what's, what's next for you? What's coming up? Well, I'm, I'm struggling writing my next book. It'll be, I'm not going to tell you the, the title, but it's going to be, again, it's going to be a celebration. There are two things that I've identified in this, in this debate is that, that really need to be debunked. One is that our current modern historical warming period and when temperatures we have right now are warmer than they've been in 2,000 years. No, they're not. And, we, and I'm going to be using historical data and scientific data to dispute that. That's I mean, we still got Vikings great. buried deeply in the permafrost. For crying out loud, the Romans were, were growing citrus in the north of England. Things like that. Yeah. And people understand that. They get that. And, and, and then the other half is the, of the book will be a celebration of an earth that's thriving and prospering. And it's, boy, just by almost every metric we look at uh, is this is an earth that's that's improving and and part of this is if we look historically i I find it fascinating to look back through human history over the last four or five thousand years to find that 
oh, the, the, uh, the past warming periods were times of thriving and prospering. And, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's, it's the cold that were, that were horrific. If you were Emperor uh, Pat in a warming period, well, you had it pretty good. You know, you could feed your subjects. I think you'd be a good emperor, right. by the way. And but uh, if you were Emperor Pat in a uh-huh. in a cold period, man, they'd be starving with a <laughs> Yes, exactly. And uh, do we have just a couple minutes? There's a fascinating uh, relationship here between the witch hunts of the late Middle Ages uh, and, and climate change, and because starting in about the 14th century, it started getting cold, and crops began to fail. Uh, Famine set in, and they blamed it on weather-causing witches. And they started killing them. And over the next 300 years, there were like 30,000 to 40,000 supposed witches burned at the stake, for the most part. And then about 1,500, it started warming up. And well, that's because they back. got rid of all the witches. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. That's what they said. Oh, we did really good, <laughs> and that lasted for like forty years, and then it really started getting cold. And that's that's really when the big uh, pogroms set in with with huge numbers of witches, and it's Unreal. just tied directly to temperature. And it's exactly opposite of Unreal. what we're being told. That's... We're being told beware of the warm. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're if you're a Game of Thrones fan, you know what's what's the uh, how stark motto was uh, winter is coming well that they were they feared winter and we should too it's uh, the next time it's going to get cold and it will uh it will be horrific it will be horrific not as bad as the previous periods because back then i mean we're not moving food from place to place on ox cart right uh, but that's what Greta would want us to do. Let's <laughs> just get away, you know, either electric-powered ox cars. We can transport, but it will still, you're not, our technology, when crops fail, it's it's not going to help. We can't build uh, hundreds of thousands of acres of greenhouses to, to make <laughs> crops work. But uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be bad. Fascinating, as always, uh, Gregory. Thank you. Yeah. Gregory Wrightstone, Inconvenient Facts is the book. Uh, yeah, we, we actually have a link uh, for that book uh, on Twitter, at Pat Unleashed, and we're also going to link to that awesome um, uh, blog post that you're talking about with the witchcraft being associated with, with uh, weather. Awesome. Oh, thank you so much. Awesome. Yeah, the book's, been, the book's been number one bestseller on Amazon <clears throat> off and on since March. Just the, the other day it was awesome. again. That's great. All right, thanks, Gregory. We'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate it. Yeah, get that as a Christmas gift for your climate deni- uh, climate change uh, hysteria. The alarmist, the alarmist in your yeah. life. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three keeps. Let's talk about losing your hair. Why? Kind of late for Keith. What Although I will say this, you know, not only does keeps uh, block that hormone that we has been discovered that helps contribute to hair loss, uh, DHT, but in a pretty significant number of guys. It also regrows hair. So you might try this, Keith. Huh. I might want to give that a shot. I might. Keith keeps offers generic versions of the two FDA-approved hair products. So they're not only up to 90% effective, they're totally affordable now. And we're going to get you started with 50% off the already low price. Okay? With Keeps, you can save your hair. Don't even have to leave your couch to do it. You go online, you answer a few questions. You snap a few pictures of your hair, send that in. A licensed doctor will get a hold of you uh, and review your information, recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. Then they ship it right to your door. So if you're tired of losing your hair, you don't want to anymore, and you want to try to regrow it, yeah. okay, free online doctor consult okay. and 50% off your first order. Wow. Go to keeps.com slash pat. Pretty easy. 
keeps.com slash pat. That's keeps.com slash pat. I will keep my promise. I will live in the past, present, and the future. The spirits of all three will strive within me. Oh, heaven and Christmas time be praised for this. I say this on my knees, Jacob Marley. On my knees. Pat Gray Unleashed. So, um, you made a point there. Uh, you were talking about how I could maybe use keeps mm-hmm. on, on my balding mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people might be listening to the podcast or, or uh, on iHeartRadio or something like that right now, and they don't know, they don't realize that, oh my gosh, Keith is bald, he has no hair. Well, mm-hmm. if you'd like to actually see this for yourself, you could just go to blazetv.com slash pat, mm-hmm. where you can save 20 bucks. If uh, I do what? What do I have to do? Well, you have to use offer code uh, PAT20OFF. So if you've ever wanted to... Of course, to, I knew there was a catch. <laughs> so I have to put in Pat 20 off. Yeah, yeah. And re- <laughs> remember, the way I'm selling this is if you want right. to see Keith's bald spot, yeah, oh, subscribe everybody does. to Blaze you TV. You know everyone does. It's a heck of a deal right now through right. Christmas. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, also, at Pat Unleashed, we got Attack Yuki tweeting uh, the writ of Mandalorius <laughs> requires wait, that Baby Yoda wait, no. be delivered to the Senate for acquittal. No, it's, it's a man, mandamus. But, oh, it's not Mandalorian? No, nah, no, nah, but close. Oh, close. close. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, from the Steve 42, remake all the Disney classics with only gay trans bi characters yes. who get abortions at drag queen story time. Yes! Yes! Hashtag kill me. <laughs> I know. It's just it's getting to that point. Trisha Sanders tweets, Frasier quotes... Help everything make more sense. True. That was a fun show. They don't make them like that anymore. Such a great show. Has there been, you know, must-watch network TV since Friends and Frasier uh, and Seinfeld went off the air? I don't think so. For me, no. Uh, I don't think so. And and I thought what you were going to say there is, uh, was Frasier maybe a spinoff? And this is a bold comment. I loved Cheers. Loved it. Oh, I loved it too. But Frasier, I mean, that that might be, that's at least competing for a spinoff that may have been better than the original. Yeah, it's, yeah, possible. Yeah. Um, before we go too far, though, we're talking about TV shows, and you just mentioned mm-hmm. the Baby Yoda thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're going to want to see this. Uh, this uh, You remember how you enjoyed the Baby Yoda video in the, in the cockpit with uh, the Mandalorian yes. in a spaceship? Mm-hmm. Well, we, we got another we, Baby Yoda? We, we've been sending oh, another. we got to play Baby Yoda videos all day. <laughs> then send another one here. All right. Do we have that one? Okay, watch this. There is just one thing I need. Come here. And the Mandalorian finally puts him back in his crib or whatever that is. I love it. I love it. Like the Christmas music, he does not. Hmm? Yes. No. No. Oh, good stuff. Yes. Hmm? Uh, all right. We got this from, uh, I don't know who, from somebody. I can't read it. It's Uh-oh. too small. Hank? Yeah. yeah. From yeah. Hank. Yeah. What has 15 actors? A little riddle for you, sort of. Oh, oh, good. I like these. This what has 15 actors, okay. four settings, two writers, and one plot line? Ooh. 632 Hallmark Christmas movies. 
<laughs> that is so good. That's true. That is so true. I mean, some of them are fun, but seriously, uh, can't they do better than that? They did 39 new movies just this year alone. Oh, my. 39. You can't make them quality when you're pumping them out like that. Jeez. Yeah, I, I would argue you can't make them quality, period. <laughs> well, Hallmark. A couple of them are good. Oh, good. There's a few. Well, good. I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. We got this. Uh, so, Pat, Die Hard and Home Alone are not Christmas movies. I guess that means It's a Wonderful Life is not a Christmas movie either. Oh, yes. No. No. Uh, no. No. Mm-mm. Wait. No. Yes. No. What? No. No. Yes. Yes. No. Oh, that's a great point. No. no. When is it Christmas in there? At the end? Yeah, it's Christmas in the beginning, in the middle, in the end. Uh, it's all through it. Oh, okay. Well, the, there are some non-Christmas times in the movie. You are selling it. Okay. But, I mean, so. you can't compare It's a Wonderful Life to a terrorism movie. Come on. I want to know on screen time. Someone do this. Someone sit down with both movies. It's a Wonderful Life mm-hmm. and uh, Die Hard. Yeah. And, and, and Find out what's more Christmassy. How many images, uh, you know, log the minutes, mm-hmm. Christmas images, and if you're going to do those, you got to keep those in order. I, I want people to be honest with me, though. Mm-hmm. Do what? you really break out die hard when Christmas but rolls not, around? But that's not the question. That is the question. The question is, it's is a Christmas it a movie. Christmas movie? It's a Christmas movie if you watch it for Christmas. Have you that ever makes watched? it a Christmas. I watch It's a Wonderful Life for Christmas. I don't know anybody who says, hey, it's December 14th. I've got to watch Die Hard right now. No, now, nobody does minute. that. Wait a minute. I, I seem to remember in... Um, uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Mm. Somebody's going off to college or something, right? Well, that doesn't going happen. off to college, right? When, when oh is well, the... I think George starts to. Yeah, so that's in September, right, or August or whatever. Yeah, I mean, there are times I've said it, there are okay. times when it's not. But do you pull it down off the shelf, put it into your DVR if you have one, or you just do it digitally? Do you do that at Christmas time? Of course, people do. Do people hmm. clamor to watch Die Hard as a Christmas movie at Christmas time? That's what I want. When the family gathers around, are uh-huh. they saying, "Hey, you know what? We haven't watched yet this Christmas season. Yeah. Die Hard." You know what? I'm I'm going to catch up. I haven't watched uh, the latest Jack Ryan installment. I've been waiting for some time off around Christmas, I so guess I can really watch tried it. To get into that. Yeah, so I'm going to be. Uh, that's a Christmas Jack, uh, series. Jack, yeah, Jack Ryan's right? Christmas series. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, okay, good. So Christmas it'll make series. sense that I'm watching it <laughs> yes, around it the holidays. Yes, it will. Okay, cool. Now, Jack Ryan, have you watched any of it? Yeah, I watched the first season. It was great. Oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I watched the first season, and I think I've seen two episodes of the second. Mm-hmm. I just don't... It hasn't really grabbed me this time. Really? Yeah. Shoot. I don't know, I don't know why. I hate to hear that, because our yeah. tastes are pretty similar in yeah, that Yeah, in that. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Well. But you know, what do I know? What do I know? That's true. I think Die Hard's not a Christmas movie, so obviously... Oh, yeah. I don't know nothing. That's true. Um, so I'm not going to take your advice under counsel. I'm going to no, enjoy Jack Ryan. And yeah. the whole time I'm going to be watching, I'm going to be like, where's Pam? This is weird. I don't understand where Pam is. Where's Pam? Oh, from <laughs> yeah, the office. <laughs> where's Michael? I still where's can't. Michael? I mean, he's a great actor. John Kaczynski, right? I, I mean, him. great. Jim. He, 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 Jim Kaczynski. And what was the movie he did, uh, the uh, other one that we saw? 13 Hours. Yeah, that was so good. He's great in but that. But I cannot. Every time I see him, it takes me just a couple of seconds I'm just like, oh, oh no, no, it's not the office. Yeah, not the office. Yeah, 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 I know. I want to laugh, but it's serious time. I really like him though. He's good. <laughs> Me too. Great. So good. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Tomorrow, 
Uh, big Christmas edition of Pat Gray Unleashed, plus more on trivia, of course. I think it's Packers-Vikings Monday night game, right? Yes, sir. So we'll be predicting that uh, and playing some best of clips of the year and all time That's tomorrow. That's true.